Link Living is a national charity with a local branch here in Kirkcaldy located at Westbridge Mill in Bridge Street. The organisation's stated aims are to assist people recover from the negative impacts of trauma and disadvantage. The ways in which it does this are numerous and lead to an overall holistic approach including building resilience in young people, assisting with education and steering people through times of homelessness. I'm speaking today with Chief Executive Sarah Smith to discuss just a few of the ways in which Link Living is making a big difference for people across Scotland. My name is Michael McLaren and this is Down the Lane With. Hi Sarah, and thanks for meeting with me today. Oh, thank you very much for inviting me. Can we begin by getting a general idea of what Link Living is and what it provides? So Link Living is a health and wellbeing charity that is largely based at the moment in central Scotland. We support people of all ages who are negatively affected by trauma and disadvantage. And that means that we support people in a whole range of different ways and for all sorts of different reasons. Our philosophy is that we all need support, you know, at some points in our lives. And some people at particular points in their lives or for for many years in their lives require a bit more support than others. So that means that our services over the years have grown and diversified in very many different ways. But they can be largely grouped into a number of, I suppose, themes for the reasons that we support people. One is social isolation and loneliness. For example, here in Fife, we support older people who are isolated and lonely, and we provide a befriending service so that people can get out and about. We also provide four or five social cafes a week, and that's where older people can come together in a community-based setting have a cup of tea, do some activities together, get to know each other, maybe make arrangements to do something with others um, later in the week and really just have a nice time. We also provide support. It's called, these days, it's called visiting support to people in their own homes. And that's to help people who, for a range of different reasons, might need some support to gain or regain independent living skills or they may need some support emotionally or through some personal development to live well in their home and to live well in their community. We have another model of support which is around temporary accommodation and supported accommodation and that's where we provide the accommodation that people live in, usually for a a time-limited basis, usually. And within that support model, we provide support to help people to think about moving on to their own more permanent house or home and to gain the range of skills that we all need to live well in our, our, our homes. Another area of support is called employability, And that's where we support people who need maybe some personal development support, i.e. learning how to get on well with others in a work environment, maybe self-esteem, confidence, all those kind of skills that sometimes we all need when we're contemplating going into employment or training, that we just need that bit of confidence and those sort of fundamental foundation skills. We have a range of programmes and accredited qualifications through that model of support and we're actually really proud to be a SQA academy. So if people receive support through our employability routes and our employability academy, they can also get a recognised qualification. 
So I think it's clear from your website and from what you're telling me here that there really is a tremendous amount going on at Link Living, which unfortunately we wouldn't have time to cover all in one episode. But if we could look at a couple of the features which your service provides, perhaps starting with your Steps to Resilience programme. This is a course that we developed about four or five years ago now. And the reason we developed it, we were really lucky to get funding from the big lottery at the time to develop this, was that we had, I mentioned earlier, the employability courses we ran. And we ran some courses that were for people that were further away from accredited qualifications, etc., and, and stepping into the workplace. And they were very much around softer skills like confidence building and self-esteem and teamwork and basic things like don't look at your phone all the time when you're at work. <laughs> you know, those sort of some really basic sort of things like that and, and some great team building stuff. But what we found was that there was a cohort of young people that never lasted the course, all of a sudden they would disappear. They would usually come back maybe a few months later or even a year later. And sadly, during the time that since we'd last seen them, many of them had become homeless or they had fallen out with their family, their friends. They were in a difficult situation. And at the root of all that, we realised was trauma and the way in which their experience of trauma were affecting their day-to-day responses and the impact that that was having on their day-to-day lives. So so we work with them to develop a programme called Steps to Resilience and that basically is around building up a whole range of skills that we all need to deal with life's challenges in a more resilient and positive way. And what we really recognised was that these were young people that had gone through a heck of a lot and yet they were still there So they had huge survivor instincts, huge sort of a spark, you know, in them that did make them still carry on. And so the course was about igniting that, igniting that spark into more positive attributes for moving on and aspiring and dreaming of the life that they wanted to lead. And so that's where that course developed. And it's developed in all sorts of different ways over the years with feedback from the young people. And then we discovered that what those young people were telling us, they were 16 to 21 potentially, you know, there was the, the main age group, was that if they'd had that at school, they would have stayed at school and they would have progressed more with their education and their life chances in that immediate sort of middle teens kind of phase. And so we actually then started to work with the pastoral heads of some schools in, which was then Falkirk. So the pastoral heads of the secondary schools in Falkirk, there were seven of them, and we designed a programme for 14 to 16-year-olds who were not engaging with school. And the aim of that programme was to support them to re-engage with school. And it really worked. It absolutely worked over the course of nine, ten weeks. And the feedback was outstanding. And so we continued to get funding to continue to develop that programme, which was wonderful. So over the pandemic, obviously, that's been a real challenge. At one point, we weren't obviously able to get into those sort of situations because of social distancing, etc. But we started to do a whole range of webinars and seminars. And then as soon as we could work with young people again, we were out there working with young people again. So we've remained engaged and continued to develop those programmes. We're running them here in Fife as well. So in terms of our impact, I suppose our focus over this next year is to continue to really reach out to those communities and to those young people who could really benefit 
from the work that we can do and trying to look at how we can raise our profile so that people actually know we're here and that they can self-refer into the programmes. It's nine or ten weeks, that's all, two days a week, but it can be life-changing. And the other service which is provided for here at Westbridge Mill, and actually the main one I was aware of before today, is your project for assisting people who are homeless. Could you tell me how Link Living helps people in this area? Westbridge Mill also serves as a temporary accommodation facility for people affected by homelessness. So we support people who are affected by homelessness who need a little bit of support to gain some independent living skills in some circumstances and in other circumstances some support to move on to a more permanent home. So people here will often stay for up to two years. There are communal facilities and people have their own bedrooms, etc. We also have something that's called a direct access support facility here. And that is a facility where people can come in and receive support when they're in crisis, homeless and in crisis. So we provide a range of accommodation-based services here. We also provide visiting support to people across Fife who are affected by homelessness and we provide that in partnership with 12 other providers in the area through the public social partnership that is led by Fife Council. So we offer a whole range of supports and work in conjunction with a whole range of other organisations because one size doesn't fit all and one organisation can't always provide everything for somebody. The services that we provide are trauma-informed and they are very much geared to helping people to move on to live the life of their choice. I think here we provide in the region of about 700 hours a week of support. We also support people who have had to come to Scotland because they've been fleeing desperate situations either in the moment in Syria and in Afghanistan. So we've further developed, I suppose, our skills and our services to be able to to support them too. Well, thank you again, Sarah, and hopefully we can explore some of the many other things that go on at Link Living in future episodes. Thank you for that opportunity. If you would like to know more about Link Living, the Facebook and website links are on the Linton Lane Centre website. Down the Lane With was presented by Michael McLaren. It was created by Marion McPherson and Michael McLaren and was a Jacket Pocket Media production for the Linton Lane Centre.